This is the With a Dog Podcast, a podcast for the modern dog parent. I'm your host, Carly, and every Wednesday I bring on pet professionals or some fellow dog parents, and we laugh, learn, and commiserate about everything from the confusing vet visits to dog park etiquette to the 2 a.m. potty breaks. Essentially, life with a dog. Hi. Hi, child. Are you a child? You are. She is. Look at her spotted little nose. (laughs) I love this dog so much, you guys. She's so great. She's terrible, but she's so great. (laughs) I love Annabeth so much, and I think that is a perfect start to our episode. Hello, everyone. It is Charlotte, Carly, and Ashley here today. The FWAD girlies, friends with a dog, if you are new here. We are three friends and we've kind of had a bunch of different dogs. We live a bunch of different lifestyles. And so between the three of us, we're able to cover, I think, a lot of stuff in the dog world. And today we're going to be talking about dog breeds we would love to have. So not our favorite dog breeds, but the ones that we would love to have in the future or we currently have that are our favorite. Yes. But first, because this is the Christmas episode... That has literally nothing to do with Christmas. (laughs) Let's really quickly do like a little, what are we doing for Christmas? What are we looking forward to? Charlotte, you go first. Um, I'm not really feeling in the Christmas spirit this year. Although I've felt a little more into it the last two days because I've been watching some Netflix Christmas movies. But I'm just not really feeling it between the move and all the I I for context I have heritage. Obviously we've celebrated Christmas, but I also have Jewish heritage and Jewish family. And uh after mm-hmm. October seventh I've really wanted to reconnect with that part of my heritage. And as a result, I haven't really been feeling that Christmassy. I feel like I don't know. I'm just so like so many directions. I should have said holidays. Are you feeling more um, Hanukkah y? Like are you more excited about that at all? Or yeah, yeah. And we've been trying to like be more deliberate with it this year. Um because of October 7th and my dad's wanting to reconnect with with that as well and uh also my sister and we've just it's uh it's been nice to reconnect um with our roots, our Jewish roots, uh but you can certainly celebrate multiple holidays and feel in the spirit for both of them. I just happen to not be feeling in the Christmas spirit this year. Hi, Albus. That was aggressive. Hi. Did you just barrel in? <laughs> Rammed the door open. <laughs> Hi, Albie. He There's says, my... <laughs> he says dinner time. Go on. Hi. Hi, Mike. Oh. <laughs> that was bold from Albus. That was... <laughs> He, he is bold these days. He's like, he's just like, I am an only dog now. I am like, he is actually getting excited before dinner time. Before it was always Lupin would be like, okay, it's in like 45 minutes, guys. I'm going to annoy you until then. And I think Albie relied on that. Oh my God. And he doesn't want you to forget because Loopy's not here. Yeah. He doesn't do it as bad as Loopy. It's more like 15 minutes before dinner, but he'll just like come and annoy you and be like, all right, let's go. <laughs> He is really loving the single dog life, I feel like. He he is. He's a good boy. Anyway, we were talking holidays. So that's why I'm happy I asked because I know you've moved back home and now you're closer. Yes. Distance-wise to family. And so I didn't know if you were like, oh, yay, I get to be with them more often or anything like that during this time because you've always lived pretty far. Yeah, it's been nice. Um, You know, I, I haven't actually seen my nephew for... Han- during Hanukkah yet um but I bought him like a little kids menorah um that you can like with pretend candles that they can pretend light it's cute so I'm like at some point I will in the next four days uh we will do like a big family meal we do like a big meal uh one day each year so I'm excited for that and and I'm glad that I'm home for that because otherwise it's just like me lighting the candles not eating a big meal because I don't like cooking and just being sad (laughs) and and on christmas we'll hopefully go to my sister's house and she has a new baby as well so it'll be fun a second Uh, one yeah she had a second one she's got two under two um (laughs) oh my god ashley's shocked (laughs) ashley you act like you've never heard of a second child before (laughs) (laughs) honestly i'm still shocked my parents had three (laughs) 
last year at Christmas, we went over to my sister's house and watched my nephew like open his presents. Um, but he was only like just before a year then, and now he'll be almost two. And so I'm like, I hope we go over there again on Christmas so I can watch him open his presents again and probably open his brother's presents because his brother is like eight weeks old. (laughs) I wouldn't even get an eight week old presents. I'd be like, you're. You don't need anything. So, like, you're fine. I buy them books. So, I bought the first one, some books at the national parks. And I was like, crap, maybe I should, like, start writing, like, getting extra books so they can each have their own. I'm like, should I address any of these to my second nephew? I'm like, he's eight weeks old. I'm like, whatever. He's cute to hold. But, like, the first one's the fun one now because he's two. It is the job of the second child to get the hand me down. It's true. From the first, honestly. So. I say that as the first child. (laughs) I know the feeling. I say that as the first child and also the first grandkid. Same. (laughs) Yeah. My sister got jack shit. Because my brother, like, (laughs) first boy, so he got his own stuff. But my sister got jack shit. (laughs) There's, like, not even photos of her. (laughs) My parents had three in seven years. Like a normal spread, and then they waited another seven years to have their fourth, and so they had they thought they were done, so they gave everything away, and then for like a week and a half, they decided they weren't done, and that's how my youngest sister happened. <laughs> and then she got all the new stuff. Yes, so she got a ton of new Good stuff. For her, we had the nicest freaking stuff because like my parents were like twenty five when they had me, so they had no money, but then they were like forty when they had my youngest sister, and all their friends were also done having kids. And so they were so excited that there was going to be a new baby that they all went crazy. Like Mimi had baby Uggs. Good for her. Yes. Right? Like she (laughs) had such nice shit because not just was she a baby, but she was the baby of the group of 40 and 50 year olds with money and who didn't have grandkids yet, but were done with babies. So they like, maybe this is what I'll do. It's it's not a bad strategy. (laughs) Wait till I'm 40. To get like a one kid. Yeah. And then then I'll be like, see everyone, love it. It's honestly a great strategy. Mimi had like such Um, nice stuff. Okay, moving on. Well, I'm happy that you're at least home and you should be able to see your nephews, Charlotte. I mean, you know, because I've lived far from home for the last, I don't know what, 12 years. And um, that's crazy to think about. I mean, like, I'm not terribly far. Like, I was on the West Coast for college. So it's like a 10-hour drive home from college or like an hour and a half flight. Um, And then it's a little further, obviously, from Seattle. It's just sometimes it is like I do miss being by my family during the holidays. We'll usually get together for Christmas or we'll like I'll have to switch on and off like one Christmas with my family and the next Christmas with Mm -hmm. dogs, ads, family. But I do sometimes wish I was by my parents for holiday because I know that my mom would like love to just like walk around Pottery Barn together and like look at the Christmas things (laughs) and like, you know, like not even like buy things, but just do Christmas things and go drive around and look at Christmas lights together. And usually it's so busy with like flying in, doing Christmas, seeing family and then flying out that we don't really have the opportunity to kind of do all that stuff. So yeah, no, totally. It's it's I'm enjoying being back. And when people asked me, like, why I was moving back, I was like, I don't know. I just want my mom. Valid. So like, honestly, now I have my mom. And I'm sure like being close to them will also not be the easiest at times, especially when I do have a partner. But being by myself so far away, even with friends and stuff, it was just lonely. So like, I'm happy to be here. Good. Yeah. Anyway, that's my not so brief life update. Okay, that's life update and Christmas slash Hanukkah. And then since I already was talking about mine briefly, I'm just going to say I am going to this is the year that we we switch on and off every other year, no matter what. Last year was dogs, ads, family. This year is my family. But we're actually going to Nashville and doing Christmas there for the first time because that's where my sister lives. Fun. That's going to be so cool. Yeah, and they have a house that has like two guest rooms. So it's like perfect. We all get to Mm. stay they're together and no one has to be in a hotel and um yeah so I'm, I'm looking forward to it the only downside is that as much as like i'm really excited to go see everyone we did make it a shorter trip because we booked the flights when lupin was still around uh, obviously uh... and it's like way too expensive to switch the flights now so it is going to be a bit of a shorter trip 
I've never done Nashville, but um, I've heard it's really cool. So I'm excited you get to go. Uh, and my sister really wants kids. So I'm pretty sure the whole family is going to end up moving out there. And so I'm probably going to have to spend a lot of time in Nashville <laughs> oh, in the future. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, yeah, the, it's not a bad place to have to go. The two guest rooms are going to just slowly disappear. <laughs> Dwindle. Yeah. <laughs> If I ever want to see my parents again, I'm sure they'll be wherever the grandkids are. So I'm going to have to travel there. Oh, my gosh. You know, I think I could convince my dad, though, to come out here more often because he loves Albus so much. His little sidekick. Aww. Anyway, so that's me. Ashley, Christmas plans? It never occurred to me that you could have Christmas at, like, one of the kids' houses. <laughs> I know. My, family, <laughs> my parents would never come here. <laughs> Okay, well, well like, you don't have any square footage for uh, guests anyway. I mean, so. they won't even come to just visit. Like, Will they, they not even do get the a city. hotel? No. <laughs> my grandparents wouldn't visit my parents when we lived in Connecticut because they were like, we absolutely not. That's way too close to the city. I feel like Christmas also is a bit of a, I don't know what I want to say. I, I don't want to use the word trigger, but I think people have harder boundaries. It's mm. so hard. With holidays, not just Christmas, but like, no, I want to spend a holiday like this. Yeah. And actually, speaking of, sorry to go on this tangent, but my sister's friend who I've known our whole lives as well, um, it was like her best friend in high school. She just got married and she was like, no, I'm going to my home for Christmas. She was like, no, why would I miss my family? Like, I live with you. Like, we can, we'll see each other all the time, but I'm, I'm not giving up my Christmas. My family does it the best. Good for her. I know. I was like, I didn't know that was an option. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like really funny. Um. Anyway, so that's what I mean. People have harder boundaries. So I understand maybe your parents are like, we want to do Christmas at our house. Yeah. They're just, yeah. But still. So you're so you're staying in the city. So we are. I mean, we 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 did this last year too, but we are very lucky that we're both from Pennsylvania. So uh dog dad's from like the one side of the state and I'm from the far side of the state, so we can like usually if we're up for it, we drive through to where he's from, stop there, usually spend like a night or even a day cuz we don't have really anywhere to stay there and then like make our way over to Pittsburgh. But in ways that's, like, good and, like, convenient, it's also, like, a lot because it's, like, all right, we we have no excuse to, like, get everyone in. And it's just, like, a exhausting um, trip. So um, we haven't done it <laughs> in a while. And we're not – we decided not to do it this year. That um, is We're just going to stay. Just stay here with Johnny. I'm with Carly's friend. Just, like, until I have children, you go to your family, I'll go to my family. Yeah. He, he – uh, dog dad might go – for like a day because it's only like a two-hour train ride to get to his family so he can do it like in a day but i cannot yeah, so nice. i will be <laughs> staying here <laughs> i like toyed around with the idea of maybe like but the week between christmas and new year's like taking the train out to my parents but then i was like mm, i don't really feel like <laughs> i mean you have a child you i have, have a to stay. son <laughs> yeah <laughs> You have a son. He wants to spend Christmas at home. Like he needs that type of like routine. Yeah. That makes sense. You're trying to instill really good memories for him. If you're new here, we're talking about Ashley's dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they'll ha they'll have their dogs to celebrate. It will be Gracie's first Christmas in a home. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So Gracie. she'll have a fun time. Well, speaking of hounds <laughs> we've got annabeth trapped in charlotte's arms we got annabeth on the line <laughs> i'm sorry if there's any weird noise my dog has been all over the damn place but she's been making noise if i put her in the crate so moving on to today's topic the reason i thought this episode would be fun is one it's lighthearted. it's close to christmas it's an easy episode to do but then also like this year if we're rounding out the year charlotte got annabeth I no longer have my American Foxhound, so I'm I don't think I want a second dog anytime soon. Like I'm definitely enjoying the season. I'm I don't want to say enjoying, like I'm still grieving Loopy, of course, but like I am okay with this new season of having only one dog and having more time to myself and more time to focus on just Albie. But that doesn't mean I'm not kind of shifting an eye towards the future yeah. and being like, hmm. 
what dogs would I enjoy having also in the future? It sometimes happens when you least expect it. Like you could tell me I'm not getting a dog for another five years and I'd be like, eh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, like I'm definitely not setting a timeline for it, but I can for sure say I doubt I'll get one next year. Right. 2024. Like I highly doubt it. Um, Unless I feel like Albie is missing out on something. Right. Or if we have like a foster fail right. situation, yeah. because I am looking forward to fostering uh, more dogs. So anyway, so that's why I thought this episode would be a good idea. I'm excited to see if we have any overlap Me too. with our dog breeds. It's funny because we're all hound people. We're all hound moms, right? But I feel like outside of American foxhounds and to some extent coonhounds as well, we have very different tastes in dogs. That's my That's my prediction. I agree. I think so too. Charlotte, why don't you kick it off? I'm excited for this. Okay, do you want my full list or do you want like my first three or something? How long is the list? Um, well, outside of American Fox on Golden Retriever, it's like six. Girl, are there even enough years in life? I, no, to- there's literally <laughs> not enough years for the number of dogs I want. Go for all of them right now. Let's. Are you going to have the longest list, I think? Probably. Ashley, is your list long? No. Okay, I don't think mine is too long either. Yeah, so of course Charlotte's going to have the longest <laughs> list. I'm very indecisive and distracted. And love having lots of dogs. Um. I don't think it's an indecisive thing. I think it's like a knowledge thing. Like, you know a lot about a lot of different breeds. You've been exposed to a lot of been different breeds through like dog sports and, <laughs> and like the research and knowledge you have with like breeding and well, like things yeah, like that. Yeah, that's so. actually, okay, just two things he's just said brought up two different breeds on my list. So like... In terms of my knowledge of breeding and how much I love foxhounds and they're a rare breed, I definitely want American foxhounds like forever. Um, but I also Annabeth's a breeding prospect. Um, it's a rare breed; it needs help, um, especially like the more mild show lines. Um, so I, I foresee myself uh, having at least one litter of baby foxhounds uh, and seeing how how I like it. But um, that breeding knowledge has led me to want to breed American foxhounds. And you said dog sports. I've been exposed to like a crap ton of breeds because of dog sports. One breed, I I really liked the one Dalmatian that I knew. And then when I started doing fast cat photography, I have loved every single Dalmatian I've met. I've met a lot of them. Um, There are quite a few Dalmatians in Colorado or the surrounding areas that do fast cat. I am like all in. I want a Dalmatian. Never thought I would say that before. Okay. I am so not surprised, but I feel like Dalmatians. (laughs) It's I'm more surprised that the breed itself has been gaining more traction. I'm happy for that because I think it's more of a rare breed, just like foxhounds and that. It also needs help but also it's just like early in my dog exposure like pet industry years dalmatians were awful like very very bad behavioral issues yeah. a lot of genetic issues because of inbreeding and so i'm really it's really surprising that this breed is gaining traction again like emma shea just got one and like you're saying that there's a lot in, so in colorado i definitely part of the reason i think i like the dalmatians is um, at least three of the people I know of who've had the Dalmatians, who I've like spoken to more in depth, um, whose Dalmatians I'm thinking of, they are breeders. Um, and you know, when you're coming to a dog event like this, you're not usually running into backyard breeders. They're they're responsibly bred Dalmatians. So I think I am seeing like the best of the best, the cross section of Dalmatians, because I've heard terrible things about their behavior too. But the one backyard bred Dalmatian I I know is a great dog, and then all of these well bred Dalmatians are fantastic dogs. Um, same thing with Dobermans. I could see myself with a Doberman, uh, for the same reason, these, these well-bred ones that don't have like the inbreeding and the crazy inbreeding and genetic issues, um, and haven't had the trauma. They're honestly like really solid dogs that are like good for like kind of a versatile dog. Uh, I like versatility in my dogs for sure. So I think that might be what's drawing me to them as well. Don't love photographing Dalmatians, interestingly enough, because it causes a lot of chromatic aberration <laughs> in yeah. my photos. That's interesting. Um, I realize a little late in the game, but we should do a disclaimer. Obviously, we're talking about dog breeds and we love rescue dogs. We love mixes. Albie's a coonhound mix, like mutts and everything I'm putting in with the breeds, I would say. Like if I want like just like a mix or a mutt. Yeah. And also... Part of that disclaimer is 
obviously when we describe something about a breed, it doesn't mean that's the blanket for all bre- for the entire breed. Right. Like we say, oh yeah, this breed is really good with kids. It's like that doesn't mean like every single dog of that breed is like that. So just a little disclaimer for anyone listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I certainly would not rule out a mixed breed, whether a purpose-bred mix or or a, a rescue mix. I the circumstances would just have to align, but on like the list of my favorite breeds, like a mix, they're just so varied that I don't have a mutt on the list because like there's so many different yeah. types of mutts. Uh, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't adopt a mutt or whatever. Um, no, exactly. So okay, Dalmatians, American Foxhounds, uh, Golden Retriever, because kind of same reason. I just really love Goldens. I think they're very versatile. I had like the most amazing Golden when I was a teenager, and she is why I got Ginsburg. Um, because I knew I wanted another Golden, and Ginsburg has convinced me that I always want at least one Golden and one Foxhound around. I love them, and I love the breeds together. Um, I think they're really complementary. <laughs> I am really eager to look back on this episode in like 20 years, Charlotte, and like see how you've managed to have a golden retriever and a foxhound and all these other breeds that you're about to mention. (laughs) No. (laughs) Or you know what you have to do is when I find my partner, we have to bring him on for like a guest episode. Like, so let's go over Charlotte's favorite breeds and uh, which ones you see yourself owning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Those three. What's next? Next on the list is either a husky or an Alaskan husky um, because I enjoy mushing and joring. This is probably my next dog, actually, uh, because I have hunting dogs and I like mushing and joring, but my dogs get distracted by scents really easily. So they kind of need a northern breed and an individual northern breed that happens to be really good at leading um, so that I can have a lead dog. Because Ginsburg loves mushing and joring, but she is not good at lead. She likes the brute force. She doesn't want to think about it. Um, so, mm. yeah. So a husky or probably an Alaskan husky is my next one. What is the leading? Like, what requirements is a le- of a lead dog? Um, they have to listen for your commands really well. They have to think independently and not just follow them blindly, which Ginsburg and Annabeth would do that. But they also get distracted by scents. Um, I need a lead dog that will keep us going straight, basically. <laughs> mm. Keep my girls okay. in line. Albie could be your lead dog. Oh. He honestly could be. But I think his little mixture of whatever his little behavior, I think he's he would be a lead dog. Yeah, I could see it. What's what's the difference between a because there's like Siberian husky. Yeah, so a husky, I mean, as a Siberian husky, purebred. Um, Alaskan huskies are, I guess they call them a type, not a breed. Um, they are somewhat consistent, but they are purpose-bred mixes uh, because they tend to perform better uh, in mushing than just a straight husky does. Um, so a lot of them have sight hound mixed in, actually, for a deeper chest. Uh, apparently that helps a lot. Um, so there's Greyhound in quite a few of them. I know someone who mushes with, uh, Greyhound pointer mixes. Um, they're, they're kind of a mishmash of husky plus other things. <laughs> Often sight That's hound. interesting. Yeah, That's really yeah. Cool. Okay. Next. What number are we at? All right. Three? Um, we're four? halfway through. We're halfway okay. through. <laughs> um, okay. So my next one is an English Springer Spaniel. I don't know that I'll actually ever have a Springer, but I would love to have one. We, My parents had one. You've heard me mention her on the podcast if you're a longer listener. Um, just a really nice dog. I love hunting dogs. She was brilliant. Uh, a lot of potential and versatility. Um, yeah, I would totally get a Springer. I would probably get a field bred Springer, even though they're a little more intense. Um, What's the difference between field bred and an English Springer and an American Springer? Um, so it, the breed is English Springer Spaniel. I don't know if there's such a thing called an American Springer. I've never heard of one. Um, there might I be. Someone I, said their dogs were American Springer Spaniels. Once, yeah, so there maybe. there might be. I'm not super knowledgeable about Spaniels, but yeah, an English Springer Spaniel uh, field line. So the field lines would come from like hunting kennels, um, which is where my parents uh, Springer came from. So she didn't really look and wasn't really built uh, the same way as one that you would see in the show ring. You honestly, if you saw the two of them, wouldn't even know they were the same breed. 
um, which happens sometimes in the field show line splits. So I don't know that I'll ever have one that's probably lower on my list, but she was such an awesome dog and had so much potential and versatility and just was so freaking smart and so incredibly sweet that I'm like, I kind of want one. Okay, I'm Googling American Springer Spaniel and it doesn't seem like there is one, but it seems like that's a term people use. Okay, though, it so. might be a backyard breeding term or they might mean American lines of English Springers. Is it kind of like with labs where people are like, use an English lab, use an American lab. But those are very different though. They're the same breed, different lines and uh, different they're bred out of like different preferences because like European kennel clubs will have different preferences on the structure of dogs. That's actually like the English foxhound and American foxhound um, are they're different breeds in America, but they're not different breeds anywhere else. Mm. Um, they're all just foxhounds and it's because the American is like sort of the subset. That's especially interesting for labs, too, because mm-hmm. like they're very different. The English yeah. versus American. Like, yeah, they really just, are. Like, totally bit. same breed, like, but. Huh. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I just remembered there was this woman at um, when I worked at a vet office. She was one of the clients and she had two Springer Spaniels and was very like into the whole like the breed, the knowledge of it and everything. And she was an older woman. And these dogs were like her life. But she always called them American Springer Spaniels. Hmm. Okay. So that's why I was like, well, that's. Huh. Like anyway. with golden retrievers too, you know, I always say Ginsburg is a golden retriever from European lines. Um, you might hear the English cream retriever or English cream golden retriever referenced. And that is a backyard breeding term, although it's not always used by backyard breeders. Um, but that's kind of where it originated from. And they're very, very different as well. But they're, they're all golden retrievers. And you could interbreed the two of them and it would still be a, a 100% golden retriever. They're just kind of like different lines, different types, different builds. Interesting. Okay. So, sorry. I got anyway, off track. So I'm a dork. English, <laughs> English Springer Spaniel field. Yes. Field spread. lines field, specifically. Field lines. Yeah. So that one's more of like a nostalgia thing. Yes. All right. Next one. Um, next one. Okay. I have three breeds, but there's slashes between them because like oh, they're kind gosh. of interchangeable to me. I know. I know. I'm insane. Um, we knew we knew yours would be the longest. Uh, you okay. did. You knew what you were getting into by asking me to name I just first. still don't know how um, you're going to manage to do this. Uh, I did. I don't know. It's... I only it's have, like, what, 60 years <laughs> left at best. It's a dream. Um, so, uh, yes, in, in an ideal world where we all live to 300. Um, so uh, next up would be a windspray or a silken or a whippet. Uh, I think they are great retirement dogs. They, I was saying the same thing the other day. Literally, like, a few days ago, I saw an old woman with a whippet, and I was like, that's a great dog to retire with. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I have that general, like, sight hounds, but, like, the slightly smaller sight hounds. I don't want a greyhound. They're wonderful, but they're bigger than I want um, for retirement. Mm-hmm. But Windsprite, Silken, or Whippet, um, and or Cavaliers for my retirement dogs when I'm old. Perfect. Um, I like that. Just, yeah, they're... Yeah, they're like good family dogs. They're very sweet. They don't really have many behavioral issues, if any. You know, they're easy to manage. Um, they're not super strong, but they're not like tiny, tiny either. Like, no yeah. offense to Havanese, but I don't want one. Um, I like a slightly bigger dog. Cavaliers usually have big dog energy. Um, so <laughs> I think the sight hounds too, as far as their temperament, like they have a great temperament, but they also have a great on switch. Like yes. similar to hounds, like yes, exactly. Hounds, where it's like they can go out and they can just be crazy, have zoomies, like sprinting around. But then also when they're inside or just like on a walk, they're not that crazy dog. Yeah, and they don't even like need a lot of exercise because they just want to. They're literally bred to sprint, right? So they'll sprint mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Okay, I'm done for the day." Yes. If anyone can hear background noise, it is the golden retriever and the American foxhound <laughs> that Charlotte. <laughs> It is my fault. Uh, I just Speaking had to breeds. the naughty one. Um, okay. <laughs> and my last one is standard poodle, but specifically a black one because my grandparents had black standard poodles. And yeah, I have loved almost every single poodle I've ever met. Um, and I'm obsessed with black standard poodles. It's the only time I would specifically be like, no, I don't want any other color. Like 
for any other mm-hmm. dog, I'd be like, okay, well, yeah, not my top color, but like whatever. First poodle, I'm like, nope, has to be a black standard. Yes. That's also somewhat of a nostalgia thing, but also just like they're wonderful, sweet, versatile dogs too. I grew up with a black standard poodle and that's also right, so you what my grandparents it. had. And I get I get it. Like I, I would not want any other color than black if I were to get a standard poodle. They're not on my list, but they're on my list if I never if my family members never had one again. Right. Mm. Okay. That so, makes sense. Not that yeah. we're switching to my list, but like <laughs> like if my parents end up getting a dog in their retirement, it would be really nice. Like it it would be really great to just like have one in the family again and interact with it. But if they don't get a black standard poodle or if like no one I know gets a black standard poodle again, then I might have to get one so at some point throughout my life. I um <laughs> Okay. Anyway. Ashley, would you like to go? (laughs) This is good because it'll force me to go faster at the end so we don't have an hour and a half episode. It'll force me (laughs) to make sure I'm not too wordy. (laughs) Okay. I have three that I'm like, okay, I will have these in my lifetime. And then like three honorable mentions where it's like, if I stumbled upon one of these, then I wouldn't be bad. (laughs) I would take them. Um, All right. So number one basset hound (laughs) we saw that coming we should have (laughs) known i already have a plan that not the dog the next dog will get but the dog after that will be a basset hound no no question (laughs) um but number two is a beagle Because I'm really predictable. Low-key on my list, too. But I... we I mean, if we, we could kill two birds with one stone and get a Beagle Basset mix, that would be the best thing. The best you know, outcome for me. There's nothing wrong with a Southern Hound mix. I'm happy you mentioned that because I think a mix of the two breeds... That's what be... I had growing up were Beagle Basset mixes. Yeah. And they were just... They were great. You know? You get the best of both worlds. <laughs> Actually, I don't know what they were for sure. But so I had to get those out of the way because like, obviously, and I know I will have them. I'll, ideally, I would have, I would go through every single hound breed <laughs> in my lifetime. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's also a possibility. Number three, which is where I, I just really throw a curveball is I need a crusty old chihuahua. Like more than my next breath. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is this is why I did the disclaimer earlier about like like mutt rescue yes. things because it's like that is a breed in itself. Yes. In our eyes of like oh, yeah. crusty chihuahua mix yes. thing. You will absolutely have a crusty old dog one day. One hundred and ten percent. A crusty old chihuahua that has that is blind, has like three legs, no teeth, like. <laughs> Oh, my God. So here's the question, though. Do you want that to be like your retirement dog or do you want that to be like a sibling for Jonathan? Well, that's like, is this like within the next five years kind of dog? Dog dad really does not want one. So I think (laughs) I might have to wear him down (laughs) for it to be a retirement dog. But he wants his retirement dog to be like a schnauzer. Which I'm like, okay, mm. maybe I could find an old crusty schnauzer. I feel like close, close enough energy. But um, I, I just hope I can. I wear can totally down. see you with that. Yeah, I, old crusty I want- schnauzer that will definitely happen. I'm calling it now. I like a schnauzer. Yeah. So I good, just, yeah. I would love to like once, you know, we get a second dog and maybe even before the basset hound, I just like kind of sneak a little chihuahua in one day that just kind of like I carry around all day and like dog that I won't even notice for a few days. Um. <laughs> I feel like you're 110% going to foster fail an old chihuahua. Oh, that is the closest I had ever gotten to coming home with a dog when I was volunteering at the shelter was I walked this like 15 year old chihuahua and by walked, I, I mean, this. she made it like a one foot radius around the shelter. Like, I think her name was Jolene. That was the closest I ever got to just be like taking Jolene. a dog and running. <laughs> Stop, Jolene and Jonathan. I know. Oh, my God. You uh, really messed up by not adopting that dog. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it was probably, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. I think that that's. You need a I Jolene, see that though. for you, Ashley. Just I'm excited. Like a little, just a little nugget. 
It's so easy to have a dog like that, though, yeah. too. Like, as you said, they don't need super long walks. Not to say that old dogs or small dogs don't need yeah. long walks. But, like, the type of chihuahua you're talking about yes. does not need a long walk. Yes. She will just be fine hanging out around the house. She'll take up zero space. You're not going to need, like, five slow feeders for yes. her. <laughs> <laughs> She'll still have, like, so much personality, though. Yes. Like, I could make her a little bedroom in my closet. Like... Oh my god, shut up! Yes, like with please. a little like with little shelves. God, I like it'll be like a shoebox. Oh, a hundred percent side. Yes. It's like a diorama. Yes. I will like start crafting to make things yeah. for the street. Are you gonna put a TV in there? Like yes. the dog had. The like mirror. Put on like golden girls for her. Oh! <laughs> I just oh I can't god. like I am really struggling to convince Dog Dad because he is like in that the mindset of like not liking Chihuahuas. And I'm like, you're so wrong. First of all, <laughs> how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I think he needs to he needs to get a little foster dog yeah. that sits next to him while he's on the computer. Yes. Has a bed on his desk. Yes, that's how dogs add likes the small dogs like he just yes. like he has a little stool and he just puts the the old dog like that we've watched and stuff on yeah. it and they literally just hang out there while he like games i oh need a reel of dog dad and his like crusty old little dog just gaming together either Girl. of these dog dads honestly Girl, because it'll it be on tiktok well you know what i mean uh, <laughs> i can also see you ashley with a crusty old cavalier honestly no no i can kind of see it like very new york city but like crusty old like jack jack that's my parents cab and i'm always sending ashley pictures of crusty he's very cute yeah i guess you don't really like grooming so much no i do not um which is interesting which can bring on to my next three because okay the the honorable mentions where it's like okay if we decide we want to adopt another dog and we already got the the permanent hound fixture if one of these came up I would be like ah, okay the first one being a Great Pyrenees oh my god <laughs> you literally just said you didn't like grooming that's Stop. why I How said the transition. <laughs> transition from busted up chihuahua to a great pyrenees in new york city in new york i, I know one okay okay tell us why my grandparents I had did not two when i was okay growing up and i loved them they were mixes they were like great pyrenees labs so they were a little smaller one took after lab and one took after great pyrenees they were the Great Pyrenees was a lunatic. He would literally kill animals <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what they're bred to do, right? Like oh, yeah. He was like such like quintessential. But I loved them so much. And I still love them very much. Um, so They're awesome dogs. I think that would be Johnny, like soul dog. Yes. Like, we know that. He's just, he's your guy. But he's not like soothing a part of you and i feel like i feel like no I, like if you were ever to have an emotional support dog i feel like it would be a great peer like oh, i could see it just soothing your anxiety yeah. like, i am jonathan's emotional support dog exactly that is accurate so if you were to have one i i, I see a great peer like you just like releasing your anxiety and just like yes. snuggling it i just i yeah. absolutely love them they are so stoic and so sweet and like loyal they love their people so may, probably not a pure red one it would to make it happen it would pro it would probably be a mix the mix. i just yeah. know how they are and uh, you know they they don't belong and where i want to live so a mix would be doable and i think i could actually convince dog dad to like get one of them because he he really loves the wolf dogs he loves like the the winter uh, sled dogs yeah. And I feel northern like this dogs. is like northern dogs. That's the word I was looking for. So I'm like, this is like the closest I could get. And like they they are they're not like crazy wild energy. I mean, they still like require a lot, but it's no husky. It's like a little more doable. Yeah. Um, um didn't you but, guys try to rescue a Samoyed at one point? Yeah, we just sent in an application and it was that super shady rescue that was like, oh, yeah. you can never return a dog. And like we wrote that like, oh, if the if the second dog doesn't get along to like 
with Jonathan, like, unfortunately, like, we would have to, like, find another Yeah, that rescue you know, is definitely a front for a mill yeah. or something. Yeah, they're, like, um, not good. Can you imagine the hair in that, your apartment? That's what makes me nervous because it's already pretty bad. <laughs> Roomba's going 24-7. I know. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. My yeah. grandma would try to groom the one that had the long hair and that poor dog looked like he got like run over with a lawnmower it was like (laughs) so bad she would try to like he he really hated being groomed and he was the type of dog that would have to be like put under or muzzled they did have to like put him under to get groomed once but she tried she he let her, her like do it she would like cut out the mats and he would come out looking like like a toddler that like <laughs> oh, cut their own hair. Thing. Their names were Bert and Ernie. <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. shut up. <laughs> That's so cute. Okay, I have a question. Not to make this about me, but <laughs> Albus has like a percentage of great peer. That made me so happy. <laughs> do you think now that you've met him, do you think his behavior is great pure at all? Because I don't know really that much about the breeds at all. Maybe a little. I will say like they're a bit wild in the sense that they like can't be contained. Like they're like escape artists and they will like run away and then come back home and just like do their own thing. But his like stoicness. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't know where his stoicness comes from. I think otherwise. that's it. Like, and his attitude of him being like, I am dog. Dog is my job. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because because he has like some herding breed mixes in there, which is why I think he's like eager to please and yeah. like learns super well and, and is like super agile and athletic and everything. But the stoicness yes. and the like, I am dog. Like he, I think he would be like a sentinel, like guard well, dog. He has a really good vibes. off switch, right? Yes. I think that comes from Peer too. I mean, I don't know Peers that well, but livestock guardian dogs, like they're sleeping with the cattle. They're, yeah. you know, running around the cattle to protect them at a minute's no- at a second's notice, but they also are like just out there chilling with the cattle. Like mm-hmm. they just have to be with them. So I feel like an off switch makes sense for a peer mix. You know, know what? Has, like, I just realized. Yeah, he what? does. So when my sister and I were, my family and I were coming up with this like scale of dog to person dog, you know, um, the one that we put directly in the middle was the Great Pyrenees. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what I said. Okay. For, for anyone wondering what we're talking about, we had an FWAD episode where Ashley shared her scale of like human dog to dog dog and it's not do they like dogs or humans it's are they the like personality are they more like a human or like sentient or are they more like a dog yeah. and i said albie was directly in the middle yeah the, yeah. the one great period is we we always put him in the middle and then his brother was like dog dog because we were like he only thinks in one syllable words <laughs> He was the one that took after the lab, so. Oh. Okay, so so what's your next honorable mentions? All right, all right. Um, Greyhound. Love them. Nice. They're just great. shock me. I just love them. Um, Great dogs. Sighthounds are great. All hounds are great. They are. They are. I just think they're so sweet. And then last would be just a a pity. Bully breed. Uh, I could see with like a senior pity for sure. With a big old noggin. (laughs) (laughs) So I can totally see you adopting like a 12 year old pity. Like, and that being your crusty old dog. Also, that's probably less crusty than a chihuahua, but yes. (laughs) Likely to have teeth. (laughs) More likely to have teeth. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So that's that's it. I, I okay. yeah. The only elaborations I had to do were the the curveballs of Chihuahuas and Great Pyrenees. <laughs> I feel like the all the rest of them made a lot of sense. Good list. Thank you. Good one. I love it. I love these for you. I'll I'll send find pics of the the family Great Pyrenees to, yes, to supplement for the episode. Yes, I will post it when the episode comes out. Everyone, I'll send it. I'll post a pic. Shoot, no, find some Rest pictures. in peace. I actually did send you guys, I texted you guys a picture of, that was my very first uh, German Shepherd that I sent you guys with my grandma. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 We had three, three German Shepherds. Those were my first three dogs. Oh, wow. That's a lot. That's, that's hence the nostalgia. Yeah. How many dogs 
did you have growing up, Charlotte? Like in the house at on one time? Want to know at one time or yes. total? At one time? No, at one time. no, no, no. Like at one time? Yeah, at one time. I think the most three, three. Okay, that's three not bad. was the average, or that was the three most was you the ever max. Had. Yeah, that's not bad. I, so I would okay. say so average was two. Average was we two. usually okay. had two. We only had one once. I think this is why you're so good at existing in chaos. <laughs> you also <laughs> haven't met my mother. Like, <laughs> love my mom. Love my mom. I have no bad, no bad things to say about my mom. I don't consider living in chaos a bad thing necessarily. But um, no. once you meet my mom, you'll understand. Hmm. Well, I just mean like four kids, girls, daughters. Yes. <laughs> in the house and two dogs at one time. And as you said, if like your mom and you guys were in an old house, like I think that's this is what I mean. Like you're very resilient and you can exist in chaos, whereas Ashley and I would crumble. (laughs) I don't know how to exist not in chaos. Yeah. So that's why I'm just like, I get it. If you had two dogs at once, like your whole life. Literally, it was too quiet and not chaotic enough when I just had Ginsburg. And like, yes, we were both healing and grieving. But honestly, it felt better. When we brought Annabeth in and it got more chaotic. Mm, It's like, why do I thrive on stress? Not even thrive. Why do I need stress? I mean, I'm having to transition away from the chaos, too, of having two. And even my guys are, like, pretty low-key. But, um, like, it is kind of weird. It is kind of weird to be in the quiet. And I'm leaning into it, but I understand. It will make so much sense. My mom does everything. I think Carly needs to say her list. (laughs) Okay, Carly, I'm very curious. Carly, I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay, unlike you guys, you, I feel like, had reasons for your list. I have no... You're going off all vibes. You know what? I would expect nothing less from you. (laughs) It is all about how pretty these dogs are. (laughs) That's very on brand. Oh, my God. That is your reason. That's your reasoning. Yes. Number one, this is not in any order. I also have like a few breeds and like honorable mentions. So Greyhound is high up there. Love it. Um, Yeah, just love a Greyhound. But more specifically, a Lurcher Mm, would be a wonderful, which is a Greyhound mix. We've talked about this before. They're very common in the UK. I had never heard of them until we moved there. And people were like, yeah, he's a Lurcher. There's tons. That's crazy. Yeah, that's like the Alaskan Husky, I believe. There's it's really type, that many in shelters. Huh. Yeah. Because it's just a greyhound like mutt. Huh. Yeah. I'm here for it. And so they were beautiful. And I, what I really liked is that they were like a longer, a lot of them had a coarse hair, like a longer yeah. coarse hair. Oh, I love Not the wire long, hair. Like, yeah, like a wiry hair. So it wasn't that sleek, super short greyhound. Oftentimes they may be a little bit more sturdy too, which I like. I, I love greyhounds, but sometimes like the purebred, their legs can be mm. very, very thin. And Oh, even the foxhound legs scare me. Like it would yeah. take like one strong wind to break your back humerus. We literally talked about this like last night. We're going to measure Jonathan's legs i swear they're like two inches around <laughs> well see that's the, the hound interesting legs thing are is teeny. hound legs i always felt like lupin was very sturdy like long yeah. legs but all of it was very proportional and i never had to worry about him if he fell if like like i was never worried yeah whereas a greyhound i would be worried so that's my one thing is i would love a lurcher because i think sometimes they're a little bit more almost like to scale Mm because the purebred greyhounds they're like very large up top very muscly sometimes and then have these like spindly little legs and i would worry if they get like knocked over at the dog park (laughs) or something like that um yeah so lurcher sometimes they're also a bit smaller and i like the little coarse hair anyway so that's one um next would be a english setter Mm, not an irish setter not any other. I want an English one. Usually they're white with some kind of like colored spot. Ideally, I would usually, you know, they're kind of like Albi colored, oh. but longer, almost like Spaniel type fur. If anyone yeah. doesn't know what they like, that kind of just like shiny, like, and they, you'd think they would get dirty really easily, but I watched one really frequently when we were in London and I loved him so much. His name was Arthur. He was very similar to Albi in temperament. But he was trained to be a hunting dog, like a gun dog, the first year of his life. So he was a little bit more intense than uh, Albie. So I don't I don't know if I'd want 
to fully go like working line like him but he, yeah. but he could still manage him like he was very like he would come back he would just go he would take off in the park and i would just see this like white streak far in front of me and i'd be like arthur arthur i'd be yelling <laughs> at him this is in london so or like in the uk so there were no leash laws like you could let the dogs off he was we weren't doing anything wrong is what i'm saying but he he would just take off and i'd be like yelling arthur and i <laughs> dog zad was so embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> But he would come back. Like he wouldn't come back to me, but he would come back close enough to like give me a little like eye contact through the trees and then take off again. Those like he would never dogs. actually stop. He would <laughs> just like listen. Yeah, it's weird. exactly. <laughs> that he was just like such a good dog. As I said, very similar to Albie, where just like stoic, good with other dogs, good with kids, good with like just like all around awesome dog. Yeah. And so I'm obviously basing my knowledge of the breed off of arthur so i mm -hmm. don't know if all english setters are like this but i think they are and i would love to have one if i had access to more land in that the makes future sense. well maybe you will i could see you with i could see you with a setter for sure i would love that like if we ever did move back to the uk or maybe we just live somewhere different i couldn't do it around here because the hiking trails are so well one it's like you have to keep your dog on leash but also the hiking trails are like pretty busy yeah. year round and it's not it's not like rolling hills and like forests that you could just like run around in kind of anyway i would love i would love one of those they just <laughs> oh, they had the best he had the best fur the dirt like fell off of it it was Damn. amazing it was almost like a, a hound fur yeah you know how like a hound could like go through mud and then all of a sudden they're still like back to white legs mm -hmm. honestly same like with a few hours hurt. later it's like that double well not with a hound it's not the double coat but it is a double coat with the uh with the goldens um, yes yeah it's awesome when a but dog is less work than you expect their coat to be exactly because <laughs> i don't want to have to groom a dog very frequently arthur rarely had to get groomed and he wasn't as bushy as like a golden yeah which i liked yeah. i would i would equate it more like almost more similar to as I said, like a spaniel mm -hmm, kind yeah. of just like it was just a little sleeker around the body and just kind of hung down a little bit on the bottom. Right. And then he had right. like the fan tail, of course. Damn. Anyway, they're so pretty. They're really pretty. They really so are. yeah. And then also the next one is a bit of a surprise. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Ooh, what it's is it going to be? A working line cocker spaniel. Definitely did not see that coming at all. Yeah. <laughs> And the reason I, mean, for I that, love them, don't get me wrong. Where did this come from? I watched a few of them in London. Very, They were very common there. So not like, I say working line because I found that they were almost more similar in temperament to the English setter. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know the ins and outs of all these different lines or anything. But all I know is the ones I watched, which I think I watched two and then knew like a friend had, a, had another one. And they were mostly working lines, is what they were called. But they lived in London. They weren't. I love cockers. Spaniels. They're great. But yeah, dogs. they were just did not have. They were not brachycephalic, so it wasn't like the calves where they have more medical issues. Um, I've even seen a good amount of Springers that have more medical issues, at least oh, in the U.S. Yeah. yeah, and so that's a breed that has some struggles for sure. I think more of the show lines. I'm not going to say that they have medical issues, but I think because you have to keep to a breed standard they yeah. things get a little bit more skewed whereas i found from what i saw at least I, they were bred like for working and it didn't matter too much about like breed standard things right um right. yeah I, they were just like hmm. great dogs i've met a lot of cockers through fast cat and it's the same they're they're wonderful dogs the ones i've met i would totally get a cocker based on based on who i've met so i'm i'm surprised to hear you say that but i'm not like shocked kind of thing it's still it seems like a good fit even though i didn't expect yeah it is a surprise it was a surprise for me too it's one of those things also I would prefer to have more land or access to more land. Yeah. But I think I could be okay with them being like on leash, hiking with me or or like running with me. They they have a little bit more of that tendency to stay with you and are a little bit more eager to please than the setters in my right. experience. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense to me. I think they would be a perfect like house dog, lap dog. And then you go out and you do that, like, you know, hour or two hike, like really active. You could be really active with them. You could also easily travel with them because they're like sturdy, but smaller. All of that. I would. Yeah. They kind of remind me of a, a sporty or cavalier. Yeah. Um, and then do, 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 what was next on my list? 
Oh, obviously, an American foxhound. <laughs> yeah, I envision you having another foxhound uh, in the yeah. in the future. I'm not going to say near future. You know, who knows? Will happen when the time is right. But I envision that happening. Agree. I think if I could find, obviously, no American foxhound is going to like be the same for me as Lupin was. But I think he was so quintessentially. American yes. foxhound like he in was. all of his behaviors he and how so he looked was. and everything and so I think having another one especially from puppyhood I think that is probably one of the only dogs I would want to get as a puppy well as we went over Annabeth is a breeding prospect so yes you could have one of Anna baby's babies <laughs> And yeah, because it is more rare to find like a fully American foxhound yes. that's an adult. If I could find one, then like I think I'd be open to it already being an adult. Um, there are some trail hounds is what they're called in the UK mm. around the Lake District that are like an English coon hound, but a little bit taller and leaner. Um, sorry, not English coon hound. I mean, English foxhound. So they look like an like a train walker or like a English foxhound, but they have longer legs and they're more known for like running, mm. um, almost like sighthound esque. So just looked it up, and they are foxhounds originally bred from foxhounds. To the current ones are pointer, harrier, and sheepdog to get a faster foxhound. Oh yes, yeah. yeah so I mean, I don't know if right? I get like yeah, exactly. That that's what I mean. Like they they are foxhounds. But yeah, it's like they're yeah. foxhound mixes, it sounds like. Yeah, but a lot of them really look still like foxhounds. And so yeah. that's why I'm like, oh, I could probably do that, too. Um, but yeah, so American Foxhound and that is the end. But I feel like honorable- American Foxhounds are just on everyone's list here. We are just we're foxhound babes for sure. <laughs> yeah, I did have it on there, but I, I figured it was assumed blanket american fox sound yeah i have honorable mentions for a pity as well i think mm-hmm. what i would like is to foster more and have a good amount of pities yeah. in foster throughout my life i don't not to say i'd be against having one like but they're just not like on my like oh i would love to kind mm-hmm. of right, right they're just such good dogs and so and then also i i've said this before but i'm keeping all my small dogs for like retirement that's fair i do not want to be like a 70 year old trying to walk a strong dog i honestly low-key hate when i see people doing that um not i don't want to like judge anyone like maybe they had you know german shepherds their whole life and but i just i think sometimes it's a little bit irresponsible um to have a large dog if you can't handle it or if you end up having to move into a smaller place because you're older yeah whatever like things like that certainly Um, the type of large dog too like i would never have a ginsburg at 80 years old but i would have like a more mild-mannered golden at 80 years old Mm -hmm. maybe i just want to be able to carry them like i would always want to be able to have to carry my dog yeah they hurt themselves like and so that's that's a good point that's my thing yeah that's a really good Um, point anyway so yeah so small dogs in the future definitely probably like i could see myself also adopting some kind of crusty small dog <laughs> in the future just to like give it a home in its last few years kind of thing i could definitely do that I, honestly i think i could see that in the future for us within the next few years yeah i don't know what kind of small dog but i i've only ever had large dogs and i would really like to be able to travel on a plane i've been with a dog, I could raving a bag dog with a cavalier yes yeah, like I, I don't think I'd ever get a cavalier. No, I can really shoot with one. <laughs> Your cavalier well, no, I, I radar is off today. <laughs> I, no, okay. The temperaments are amazing, and if you get them, I am not against rescue. You guys know I love rescue. Starsky and Kiki were both rescues. Um, but cavaliers, because of the medical issues, you do really want to get them from the right breeder. Honestly, um, even the ones I've seen from a breeder. Not even maybe they don't have the medical (laughs) issue. Maybe they don't have medical issues like they did all that, you know, like breeding, but they still look way too brachycephalic. Okay, fair enough. I I would just like see you with like you know like Charlotte York like with her Cavalier. I can like I I see Carly Ledke with her Cavalier. You know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would as I said like love spaniels, love Cavaliers. Um, maybe when I'm old, maybe. We'll see. We'll see what the future holds a for all of us. You could get a Turks. 
Yes, that's what I want. Like a little, for anyone who doesn't know what a Turks is, I watched this little dog named Turks and he's some kind of small dog mix, but he's like sturdy and he just, he has big dog energy and which honestly a lot of small dogs have big dog energy, but um, I'm obsessed anyway, with him. Yes. Just oh, something like that. Like Apparently a Annabeth is too. Small dog mix would be awesome. Yes. Um, okay. We are off. Thank you, everyone. That was a very long episode, but <laughs> thank you for listening. I hope you have great holidays, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 All content on the With a Dog podcast is for informational and comedic purposes only. It should not replace professional advice, treatment, or diagnosis by a certified veterinarian, trainer, or behaviorist.